I should be a freaking developer on Overwatch. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Or And then you can tell me about Overwatch 2 and when we're actually going to get that. Oh, my God. So, you know. I forgot about that crap. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, the internet's premier podcast on... I... It's... You okay? <laughs> video games, video games, the premier podcast. Did you, did you just have a moment or do I, I need to call 911? Just trying to figure out what the podcast was about? What the podcast was about. And it's I not realized, about video games anymore. I know it's not, but... Was it ever? It used to be used the first be, like three episodes. Yeah, it used to be about Twitch and video games for a few episodes. <laughs> there, uh, we had an entire episode about moderators. So, oh my god! Oh yeah, Jeez. No, we, man, we were really addicted to that whole thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, moderators, yes, yes, we were. So, um, <sighs> man, that's. I think. I think the impressive thing is that shows the longevity of this of this podcast right we've we've we mm. have spanned generations of our interests in this podcast. true we've progressed through time you know we've we've well that's obvious we've progressed through time <laughs> i think what i'm trying to say is we've we've shifted how the podcast is told i don't know what i'm trying to say man Good thing you didn't have to introduce the podcast. I'm either. trying to say, uh, well, I didn't have like a seizure at the beginning, okay? <laughs> trying. <to, laughs> we've changed the way we've done the podcast with how we've like changed our feelings. We haven't just like kept in the same box of, hey, let's talk about Twitch, right? That's true. We've moved outside. We've, we've went, went outside of the box. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. You know, we're not in the box anymore. We're outside the box. We're like Schrodinger's cat of podcasts. So that's actually a good question. Is the podcast dead or is it still alive? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of other people have that exact same question every two mm -hmm. weeks on Monday morning. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it, okay? Let's yeah. just be honest. Yeah. We're busy people, you know? That's, that's true. That's, We're busy. Yes. That's, that's the only excuse I have. I, I don't have any other excuse. Oh, my other excuse Sometimes is we sleep in late. My, well, that was what my other excuse was, is that sometimes I'm lazy. So. Me too. Me do you too. ever have do you ever have that Sunday where it's like we you know we're supposed to record and like you just kind of hope that we're both going to forget about it and then it just, <laughs> it yes just of course does it happen that's yeah, yeah yeah of course and then everyone like, gets angry and it's like okay well that's fine and then we feel really bad and then we say all right we're definitely going to do it the next week and then usually we do usually we do it's a, a rare it just time. so happened that this last time we just didn't do it for like a month and a half that is <laughs> But man, doesn't that break feel great for everyone? Absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? They, I've yeah, sure. That's how sure. we can. That's how we can put this ridiculous uh, stuff on. Is that people forget about what Shenantics is actually about, and then we come back and they're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, this is exactly why I was like, hey, I should just stop streaming and stream like how, how Mcall does, and then everyone would be so excited for when I stream again. I, I will tell you, it has. This streaming this year has felt better than streaming has <laughs> felt maybe ever. Because everyone's so excited when they see you. I know, you know, they're so happy. And then I'm so excited to see everyone else. And it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's been very bad positive reinforcement. See, the issue is, the issue is, you go in there and then you're like, okay, you know what? I kind of want to do this every Sunday. And then it doesn't happen. So you kind of lead them on. But that actually makes them even more excited for when you actually do stream. That is See, because this is like 200 IQ. That's, that's you got. You're like really thinking out loud here. Yeah, exactly. I think that it would be. I think it actually. I'm worried that it it would be bad if I did stream regularly because the first one back would be so excited. Everyone's excited, and then like as it goes on, there's like less and less people <clears throat> and less and less excitement, and then it becomes True. like I'm 10 streams in in a row, and I'm like, I'm like, man, this wasn't. This wasn't as fun as it was, you know, 10 streams ago. And then I'll just stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People get used to it. They mm -hmm. tune it out more because they're, they're under the assumption that it's going to happen again. They're sick of me watching, so why watching me play Siege for the 10th stream in a row. That was an attack. I don't appreciate <laughs> that. Because I have, I'll, I'll have you know, I played Siege the other, the other week. Yeah. But I had not played Siege before then in like two months. 
Okay, I will have you know. I think I saw that you were streaming Overwatch. I was streaming Overwatch, and it was a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah, you're, you can That game play is a piece game. of shit. <laughs> the, you know what? You, know, you want me to tell you what happened? Okay. Yeah, what I was happened. playing Reinhardt, okay? I had five golds. Okay. All right? Yeah. I'm going in there, and this guy starts screaming at me. <laughs> Ryan, swing with your hammer, because I had my shield up. Swing, man. Okay, I'm like, you know, dude, shut the fuck up, okay? I have five golds right now. You're DPS. You're not doing shit. <laughs> shut up, okay? So I start following his advice because you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. We can lose the game. I don't give a shit. So I go in there. I'm swinging my hammer. I keep dying. Yeah. Oh, actually, he was healing. And I was like, hey, bro, like, why did I die? He's like, oh, because I died. I'm like, oh, wow. Maybe because I didn't have my shield up, you idiot. Right? So guess what? We were up in that game. We freaking lost. Oh, <laughs> Because this guy kept screaming about me swinging my hammer. I was doing just fine before his advice. Anyway, yeah, that game sucks. I will tell you this. I I really love Overwatch. I still have PTSD from when you and I played Overwatch for three hours straight and didn't win a single game. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty bad. That was. Oh, that was pain. That was painful. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. That was that was painful. Um. But uh, no. I, so speaking of Reinhardt and swinging that swinging that hammer, <laughs> I um, I for the first time in my life, and I feel so dirty about this. For the first time in my Ooh. life, I understand the appeal of a Smurf account. So okay, a little bit of backstory on this. I have a second Overwatch account. Uh, secret. It's not secret. It's uh, it's it's named after it's named after my dog. And its okay. its purpose is so that I could play Overwatch um, on the couch using a controller without impacting like my keyboard and mouse MMR type thing because it like oh, that would, okay <laughs> that would suck to be like at my like even though my MMR with uh, keyboard and mouse is still also really shitty but it would still suck yeah. to like go in and never be able to win anything sure. so I had this you know this new fresh account to play when I play with a controller. And so, like, I'm, like, level two, and I'm playing, like, Reinhardt, and the, we just, we, like, steamrolled over them, and the, to, like, sum it up was someone on my team in game chat, like, right when we won, was, like, that was the most bloodthirsty game of Overwatch I've ever played, and it felt so good. It was just like like we're like at their spawn door, just like Reinhardt swinging uh -huh. a hammer, and they can't do anything. And I'm like, oh my god, is this what it's like to play on a Smurf account where like no one else can seem to do anything? Like I was like, man, yeah. I, just, I might have to like invest in like 50 <clears throat> Overwatch Smurf accounts so I can always just feel like a god and then just become everything I hate in this world. So, but yeah, that's, <sighs> that's my Reinhardt story. I, you know, that game has its moments. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, personally for me, uh, thinking about playing Overwatch is a much better idea than actually playing it. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, when I when I actually go and play it, there's just always... Uh, so you know what? I, I don't even want to say that there's toxicity. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I mean, I've experienced a lot of toxicity in other games much mm -hmm. more than Overwatch. But for whatever reason... The toxicity in Overwatch stays with you mm. for a for a bit. Yeah, like I don't remember stories about people that often being toxic. Mm -hmm. I remember some specific stories about my time in Call of Duty because those times were hilarious. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't really remember people being toxic in Siege mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, the one the the times when when people were toxic to me in in Overwatch, I remember all of them. <laughs> I mean that is that is that is actually very true. I, I I wonder why that is. I don't know why that is. Maybe because there was the unknown. Like maybe I thought I was doing good, mm. but like I didn't really know how everyone else was performing in the game. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that reassurance to say like, hey, I think I actually am doing good. Yeah, but yeah. it's somebody else that's not doing well, and that's why the whole team is failing. Mm -hmm. So it's that unknown kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't really know for sure. Does Siege have... Um, maybe I just play it because I play it less, but... Yeah, maybe. But does Siege have, like, a like for their in-game chat, is it... Do they only have... Is it only you can chat with your team, or do they also have that, that shitty, like, match-wide chat? So you can... Um, you can... They 
they were in talks before to disable that altogether, mm-hmm. like text chat. Mm-hmm. And then they came back and they just made it an option so mm-hmm. that you can you can turn it on and off if you want all chat or team chat or no chat. Okay. So I always keep it on team chat. I mm-hmm. never even turn on all chat. Mm-hmm. Unless someone tells me in game that they're talking shit about me. And then I turn <laughs> on all chat because I want to see what they say. Oh, my gosh. See, that is <laughs> that's the one that drives me. I don't know why, but like the all the all match chat like that's the one that just makes my blood boil and i don't even know why it just and like you could turn it off in overwatch but you have to do it every time you play the game and yeah that's dumb it that's is dumb. and i i, I made and i've googled and i've searched and it doesn't appear there doesn't appear to be a setting to just disable it like game wide overall yeah um because I'm very close to, I will at least disable the match one. I'm also very close to just disabling team chat too and just not being able to play not the game. Not even listening? That. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't. And I, I mean, and the most recent update of Overwatch, they added like the quote unquote enhanced communication wheel where it lets you say, like, have more voice lines, like yeah. game related or whatever, um, like fall back, push the attack and stuff like that. And so. I, a part of me is like I don't, I don't know if I I and at at a low silver I don't think I really give a shit about what the rest of my team is saying. Um, I mean, that either their aim sucks or their game sense sucks, and that's why they're down at the same level that I am. And so they're not really going to be able to tell me anything that's going to like Im- improve. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I'm. That's the I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. Just disable everything and and play without the. Play a multiplayer game as if it See, was it's just, just so hard because Overwatch is so team based. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like in Siege, it's a little different because I think there's a lot more people who make call outs in Siege, mm-hmm. but like you have to learn the call outs. Yeah. And you also have to learn, you have to learn where the call outs are and you have to learn when someone calls out something what they mean. Mm-hmm. In Overwatch, there's not really any call outs, it's just like screaming. <laughs> tanks down move yeah like what else do you like go left like okay yeah <laughs> like <laughs> great I, you know <laughs> i mean that is, I, that is actually that's so true though it, but also half the time people are doing are calling anything out in overwatch I, I feel like it's wrong because they might like not realize that they're the only ones alive right and so like get ryan oh, yeah. get ryan ryan's dead get healers and it's like dude you are literally the only one on point right now like, oh yeah i do that all the time <laughs> i call out shit i'm like yo guys ryan's down okay i'm all by myself Same. everyone Same. else is dead yeah exactly exactly but then also like or you would like call if the entire team is dead and then you have like your drunk card that's just rushing into point like telling them to like stop and fall back that's not going to do anything because if they fucking knew that to begin with they sure wouldn't yeah, be yeah, running yeah. to the point so maybe that's just like a UI change they need to make then to just make it more apparent that you're by yourself. Yeah, maybe actually like just put the 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 heroes like on the top of mm-hmm. the screen mm-hmm. and then just put X out like X them out when they're dead. And then you can easily see if you're the last one alive that's instead of having to look around you and see, oh, like yeah. I'm the only one here, you know? Yeah. Or hitting tab or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because no, that is, that is actually that's actually not that's a great idea because looking around, hand tab, all that kind of stuff is like enough of a thing to like pull you out from whatever you're doing compared yeah. to like just being able to glance and have an idea of what's what's going on at all times. For sure, for sure. I think that's I think that's a very good point. They See should, that I should be a freaking developer on Overwatch. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Or and then you can tell me about Overwatch Two and when we're actually going to get that. Oh my god! So you know, I forgot about that crap. I hey, it's gonna be the best game ever. Game is it? Yeah. Game of the year. I'll tell you, I am seeing so much Valorant stuff. I <sighs> really need to watch a stream of that game. No, you don't. I I do because I want to. I want. And we talked about this uh, like three or four episodes of uh, Shenanigans ago. So like sometime last year. Uh-huh. Um. But I, I really want to watch it to see if, like, I want to watch a tournament of it because I want to see if I could mm. actually understand what is going on in the game without having prior knowledge of what's what the game, like anything about the game. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Like, so then I can. I say just you could just watch. You could just watch a regular stream of it. I don't know if they're, I mean they're not doing tournaments yet, but. Yeah. 
I think just to part, understand what a game is like. But I think but I was thinking that part of the reason I wanted to watch a tournament one is to kind of get the idea of like if you were to sit somebody down in front of like a computer to watch it, like how quickly could they pick it up if it's almost like the most optimal type of casting of it right like if i just watch a twitch stream like yeah i'll probably pick up enough of it but like the person streaming it isn't necessarily holding my hand to try and understand the game which yeah part of like a tournament like with a caster like part of their job is to say what's going on in the game to kind of teach people or tell people what's actually happening Um, yeah yeah I think that's what part of the reason I would want. Maybe is, has there been any tournaments? Could I find something on YouTube? There's a tournament happening right now. Bullshit! Right now, G two esports live ignition series G two Valorant Invitational Day three semifinals. What? It's the n- number one in Valorant uh, section on YouTube. On a uh, Twitch. Oh, oh, Twitch. It's got thirteen thousand viewers. Twitch. Yeah, Twitch exists. Twitch.com. Twitch.tv. Oh, Valorant. Hi, Valorant. There you go. Ah, the top. Whoa, top stream only has 15 viewers. Oh, you have to sort now because sorting is a thing. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They have a, like a recommended algorithm now. Does it actually work? No. Oh, that's actually kind of sad. I still, I still do it. Uh, Actually, some streams have been recommended to me in my like recommended channel section that I've clicked on, mm-hmm. and they haven't been bad. Oh, okay. But uh, like, I don't return to them. Ah, uh, you know yeah. what I mean. Do you like Valorant? No. Okay. I think it's boring. Yeah. Would I like Valorant? Um. Do you like CS:GO? I've never played CS:GO. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, I've watched some of it. It's kind of boring. <laughs> okay, you probably won't like Valorant then. Yeah. But I mean, you can give it a shot. I, I think that Valorant is like... Hey, you like remember remember when... um, What was that game? Realm Royale? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, that sounds very familiar. Okay, so Realm Royale was that like game that... uh, It was like a BR and they were trying to make it into a, into a thing. Mm-hmm into like an esports mm-hmm. and then they had like announced pro players and like whatever happened to realm royale <laughs> i think it's I, I don't know if it's going to end up like that again mm-hmm. like right now realm royale has uh 271 viewers overall <laughs> not to say that twitch viewership is you know like what what if the measures a game success or anything like that i'm just saying in general um like i i kind of feel like it's gonna eventually go the same route although it does have uh, riot behind it mm-hmm. so riot like is really good at just copying other games and making it work mm-hmm. yeah so i don't really know what the future of it's gonna hold but like i personally think it's kind of boring to watch and it's like throw a smoke throw a smoke throw a smoke big wall poison thing dead yeah it's like okay that's that's cool <laughs> like Miss shots, miss shots. Okay, cool. Dead. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I, I find it incredibly boring to watch. Yeah. And when I pl- and I was like, oh, maybe like it's just a, one of those games that it's boring to watch, but it's really fun to play. Mm-hmm. And then I played it, and then it was really boring to play. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't play it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see if I can watch some and let you know. It's not. The little bit I've been watching right now while you've been speaking has not sold me on it. Not sold you? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, a lot- I, watching a full game would be helpful just yeah. to get the the whole idea. Yeah. I think, <sighs> I'll, I, think I, I think I'll I should at least try that. I, I mean, it works exactly like CS:GO. It's got like the economy, and you buy your weapons at the beginning of every round, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Hmm. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I feel like there. My time is better spent elsewhere than valorant <laughs> okay well I, on I'm chess also, I, i'm 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 really yes i isn't Dude, chess, blowing, chess up has on been blowing up and I, it's the happiest i've ever been oh yeah yeah it's awesome wow i'm so happy because there's so many great chess streamers out there mm-hmm. 
And uh, they're finally getting, like, uh, a lot of good recognition. Like, you know how, like, every year or so, there's, like, a there's like a wave that flows through Twitch? And, like, remember it was, like, GTA 5 RP? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it was, like, Fortnite. And somehow it got back to GTA 5 RP for a while. <laughs> and then, like, it hit something else, and I can't remember what it was. Tarkov for a while. And now it's on chess, and it's awesome. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> I love it. That is pretty amazing. I, uh... Interesting. Now these these chess streamers, uh-huh. are they? I are they? Like okay, so like obviously, like when GTA Five RP comes through, right? Like a lot of the yeah. streamers that are doing that are you know your standard <laughs> video game streaming streamers, right? Are mm-hmm. the chess streamers like the video game streamers that are now playing Ooh. chess or are they okay. more like the creative subsets where like, you know, we had music request piano players for a while or like the big thing once yes. summer, but like they're their own things. They weren't necessarily video gamers that were trying to stream this for a period of time. So that's a good question because this happened, this, this whole thing happened because a Twitch streamer who only does chess partnered up with a streamer who never played chess. Oh, really? And it started the this whole thing. Damn. Remember when, like, three years ago, you were going to teach me how to play chess? This could have been yeah. us. No, it couldn't have been us. Oh, okay. Because the, the guy is... Hikaru Nakamura is a grandmaster in Wait, chess. Wait, the Bitcoin dude? Hikaru... No. <laughs> no. That's Satoshi. Oh, Nakamura. <laughs> Hikaru Nakamura is a is a grandmaster in chess. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. he's a, he's an American player. I think he's like number three. In, he's at least top ten. Okay. In the, in the world. Damn, that's really. And cool. he partnered up with your with your favorite streamer. Who? <laughs> XQC. Oh fuck! I hate him. So much. <laughs> that's actually what started it all. Oh my god. Can you believe that? Oh. Hikaru did a chess lesson with XQC and then it eventually spiraled out of control. <laughs> and uh now uh the Botez sisters, I don't know if you know the Botez sisters. Uh-uh. I used to watch them a lot. They uh uh Alex Botez is like the I think I don't think she's a woman grandmaster, but she's <laughs> she might be a woman's federal federation master. I don't know. I don't forget. I forget. But she's she's also a very good chess player, and she jumped in. I was watching them for a while, and then they kind of like really blew up, and then they started teaching other streamers how to play chess, and then uh, another guy, Hans Neiman or Nyman Neiman. I don't know. He's an international master. He's like sixteen years old, and he's an international master. It's kind of insane. Um, he started teaching other people how to play chess. And then Hikaru went to Twitch and was like, hey, let's make a Twitch chess tournament. And now all these streamers are competing in this Twitch chess tr- tournament where they all are their coaches. It's kind of cool. That is awesome. It's really, really cool, actually. I, that is really cool. And like it that. is so entertaining, yeah. the chess tournaments, <laughs> because they, they, they kind of treat it like... um. Like a kind of like an official chess tournament where they do mm-hmm. like uh, after the game is over, they do like a interview with the, <laughs> with the people and they're always hilarious. All right. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's worth a watch. It's that worth a watch. That's pretty amazing. You know, if I was, if I was Twitch, like I think I would, based on this, I would start laying the groundwork and doing the research of what is a like another like intense like hobby that people are into that you can kind of make blow up one summer on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like what Mm -hmm. has like tournaments Mm -hmm. or like something that's like really interesting, but kind of has more of a niche following. Not that chess is super niche, but like it isn't video games. Kind of is. Yeah. I'd say it's just, it's a little bit more niche than. Yeah. And I think, but it's, but, and it's also insanely popular for, because it has like all the aspects that you enjoy about it, and then you can kind of just use that to like 
what happened with chess here, can you do that with some other type of hobby or competition that people <clears throat> are into and have the same thing happen again next summer with something else? See, that that's a good idea. I'm going to push back on it, though. Okay, push back. Okay, ready for this. Mm-hmm. They, Twitch doesn't even need to do it, any mm-hmm. of that, because the community does it already. That's true. And it happens consistently almost every year. Yeah. They don't even need to put in the work. Yeah. Right? Like... The, the only reason this Twitch thing happened was because it was the community and Hikaru, obviously, who wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. And Twitch was like, yeah, let's do it mm-hmm. because it only benefits them. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have to do any work. Yeah. Like, I don't think they even, they didn't even really set it up. Yeah. Like, chess.com set mm. up the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And they, they just asked Twitch permission, to, I guess, to use the likeness of Twitch Jesus to Christ. promote it. So I, so I just I love that like Twitch and Amazon just really don't have to do anything. No, <laughs> like, no. But you know what? That's also like what's very um, interesting about Twitch and yeah. what sets it to, sets it apart is that the community is able to make these things happen mm-hmm. and like start trends. Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. if you're on another platform like YouTube or Mixer, something like that doesn't happen. Yeah. Or at least I don't think it does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Uh, but like because you never hear about it. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. on Twitch. If someone who is on Twitch right now, I'll, most of them have heard that about like chess happening. Yeah, I think. Yeah, unless it's just me, but like yeah. I'm really tuned into what's going on. I mean, but you're like, you love chess to begin with, so I feel like this is. Yeah, I really is, like chess. This is like your like the like perfect cross system. Of like oh yeah, it's great. Things you it's, enjoy. It's I mean, the awesome. only thing that would be better is like next year if like somehow T blows up on Twitch like in some or, yeah. weird way. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, like, I don't, who knows, who knows. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, you know, it's just really interesting, the trends that happen. And Twitch doesn't have to do anything about it. Yeah. I would say, you know, one thing maybe Twitch helped with a little bit was when, you know, IRL and just chatting was the thing. Mm-hmm. It still is a thing, but, like, not as big, as I think, as it was when it first launched. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, them creating that category really, mm-hmm. I mean, that that made a lot of streamers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of streamers wouldn't exist today without IRL. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, just chatting. <laughs> I think that um, <laughs> so it's almost like the opposite of everything I said Twitch should do. Like it's not like they shouldn't they shouldn't be trying to <clears throat> figure out something for next summer. They, but they need to just kind of be able to step back at all times and then step in to do small things that could have big yeah. repercussions. Because yeah, kind of like like their Twitch rivals. You know what that is? Mm, no. So Twitch Rivals, they do like tournaments on games with streamers mm-hmm. and they all like compete or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch it, mm-hmm. but like I know a lot of people do and that's like their one contribution that they do. Mm-hmm. But like I'm fine with it yeah, because every time Twitch dips their hands in something, it kind of gets ruined. Yeah. Yeah. So I think which it's for are, the best. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, which also kind of makes sense. Like you see that with everything, especially like in this sub part of like popular culture, <clears> like <throat> video games and like geeks in general. Like for sure. the second it has like official endorsements by like the big guy, it's no longer fun and cool anymore. For sure. Man, you know for what sure. you know what I love to see next year? What? Yo yo's. Yo yo's. Yo-yo tricks, yo-yo competitions. Yo-yo tricks are pretty lit. I know. I want. I should get a yo-yo. <laughs> I should. Oh no, a new hobby. I know. At least this one isn't very. I bought expensive. a two hundred and fifty dollar yo-yo, <laughs> custom. I got some custom bearings on it. <laughs> God, you're right. I really should do this. You really should. No, you shouldn't. Yes, I should. That was supposed I... to. That was supposed to convince you not to do it. I mean, that was. I... <laughs> What you just said sounded amazing. I was like, yes. A custom yo-yo with bearings? Oh, no. This is all my fault, dude. Oh, Pocket is casting this this Valorant Valorant thing going on right now. Pocket? Pocket? Pocket. Pocket. MLG Pocket. MLG Pocket. Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, because he's not on Overwatch anymore, right? No, he's not on Overwatch anymore. Who is on Overwatch now? Anyway, uh, have you even watched any Overwatch on YouTube? Yes and no. Um, this season's completely fucked. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, I could have told you that. <laughs> it's, uh, they, uh, there was, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you see with everything else in the world. Um, 
but it's what was I gonna say? It's a uh, they everything because especially like this year they were going to go to um like the homestead type thing and have like oh we're gonna do all live games and like the second that COVID kind of shut everything down like yeah. they didn't they didn't adapt fast enough and then they kind of started to bring games back in like an online format, which you would be like, oh, no shit. That seems like a no brainer for a video game thing. Like if there's, if there's one thing you can do that other sports can't do, it's like, oh, you can't have live games anymore. Well then let's figure out how to do them online online. and have it keep going. And so like they didn't make the pivot to that fast enough, but then when they did start to come back online and do that, the messaging around it was zero to none like they didn't tell you what was going on and like the so all of a sudden like games are airing but they don't have like a set of schedule and they're not explaining why certain like teams are playing other teams and after like a month and a half you find out that the way that the schedule is kind of going is they are only having the teams that are physically <clears throat> located in asia play each other yeah. and the north american teams play each other which means uh. like but the thing is like like new york who has an all korean roster is in the asian market right now right so like you have like london oh, you have london yeah. and new york playing all the chinese teams because all those people are in the asian market but they didn't tell you this so you're like why has new york played the the um, Gangzo charged like four times in a row now, and it's like, oh, because they are only playing those teams, and like that's within like their rotation. So it just it didn't like it, it didn't make any sense, and it was hard to follow. And then they have finally switched to like do, essentially doing tournament brackets for the rest of the season, which yeah. I think is a good thing because now it a gives us an idea of like what's actually going on. It gives us a schedule to watch, but a little bit feels like too little too late. And the thing that sucks for me is I follow New York, but they're in Asia, meaning their tournaments are broadcast at like two o'clock in the morning, two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. So it's like, I can't, I can't like, all right, I can't follow it. So I'll just watch <clears throat> the recorded game the next day, which there is a part of that, that I like, but it's kind of hard to get excited and sit down and watch when, it's been so completely just turned on its head the entire season so far. So, yeah, that really sucks. I mean, talk about like, you know, Overwatch was never really, I think, maybe the top tier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was up there mm-hmm. competitive wise on, yeah. on Twitch, like maybe two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it was like really hardcore. Mm-hmm. And geez, man, talk about a decline. It's yeah. actually kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. Like they really had a like I don't know if it's a problem of like corporate takeover or whatever. Like maybe there's like a little bit of Activision in there cuz Activision ruins everything, I think. <laughs> um or like maybe just they fired a bunch of people. <laughs> but like damn, man, that really sucks. Yeah. That really really sucks. Yeah. I think really though, I think that the thing that makes me the most kind of concerned is that with Overwatch League I, I'm starting to wonder if it's impossible to make or near impossible to make a long-term esports solution outside of like League of Legends right like it's just I don't I don't like I, I wonder if it's just something that's inherent with the culture and the things surrounding video games, because like mm-hmm. we're having, I mean, Overwatch League has a problem now where they're losing just tons of players to Valorant, and it's like, how can you? It like imagine like if every year the NFL had to worry about losing half of its players to Major League Baseball. Yeah, you know I mean, like there's like yeah. a weird type thing where it's like you're the the player base, like you can't keep and grow talent because at a point they could either get burned out on your game or they want to go to the next new shiny thing that's also offering them money. You know what I mean? If Overwatch is like, sure. we're going to offer you hypothetically $60,000 a year and then Valorant comes out and some other team's like, hey, we'll offer you $61,000 a year. And they're like, oh, well, like, oh, huh. I'll go play Valorant for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, like, you don't even have to offer me necessarily more money. It's just like, I'd rather go play a different game because I'm done playing Overwatch. Sure. Um, and so, I mean, I do, I do kind of worry that if 
a, a league like Overwatch. I think part of the reason that it has me worried is that there's so much money behind Overwatch League right now. And if just throwing money at it can't make it survive, like, I don't know if what's going to happen going forward. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, like, and it's like you said with Valorant, like Valorant right now is like the hot thing, but like, are we going to see it be like Realm Royale where that's, you know, oh, they God. were able to grab big talent, but then, you know, give it six to eight months and people just don't give a shit anymore. Um, and so, it's so expensive to start a team on Overwatch. Yeah, like, I mean, it's millions of dollars. Same thing on Call of Duty. Same mm-hmm. thing. Well, and I, so part of me, because I was, because th- I've been, I've been thinking about this so much recently because of all the shit that's been going down with Overwatch League. And part of me was like, man, maybe if they didn't make it so expensive to buy in at a team. But then I was like, on the flip side of that, by having investors like put in millions of dollars, they kind of have an, in- an incentive to make it work, <clears throat> right? Like it's like, sure. oh, well, I have $20 million in this. I have an incentive to not just be like, oh, we lost two seasons in a row. Let's just fire everyone and just get out of it, right? Like imagine if, it, yeah. if you're like a super rich person that put in $10,000, $100,000, like there's a point where you're just like, eh, I just don't care anymore. But if you have like $20 sure. million, dollars, you kind of are like, I, I, I want to make this be a thing going forward. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, I don't, who knows? Well, I mean, who's, well, I don't know, man. It's not, it's definitely not looking good from my, is there, um, is there an amateur league on Overwatch? There is, there's actually two. Um, there's, uh, contenders, which is like the one below the Overwatch league. And so a lot of league teams have contenders teams also that they're supposed to be sourcing players out of. Um, and then there is, like essentially the general open league, the path to pro one, which is supposed to feed into contenders. Gotcha. Ideally. Okay. okay. So like they, they technically have a pipeline. They should have a, they have a pipeline. good pipeline. Yeah. But, and I think, and I do think it actually has, it does, it has worked out because we have seen a number of, um, of players come up from contenders to fill in spots and they like are actually like really good, amazing players. And mm-hmm. so there is, there it that does it, that does work and so i don't know if they necessarily have the problem with like the talent cuz then the second thing that they have is like let's say new york which they do new york has a contenders team and what they can also do is that if they have players on their overwatch league team that's are essentially on the bench the entire season they can play those players in their contenders team so the sure. idea is like a they still keep getting practice like in real world matches but the second thing is they don't just get burnt out by being on the bench every you know every game so like they yeah, do yeah, still get yeah. to play so it's like like i feel like there is a lot of good things in the structure but like i don't know it's just it kind of feels like it's there, there are parts of it that feels like it's crumbling also they they lost their commissioner like after this like halfway through the second season and really this, talk talk about talk about activision probably fucking up overwatch league in the middle of season two nate nanzer who was the commissioner of <laughs> nate Elite- nanzer <laughs> Okay, the, sorry, go on. Was the commissioner uh, <laughs> leader of like Overwatch League. He leaves for Epic Fortnite because uh, they Fortnite. gave gave him a ton of money maybe or internal problems. But when he leaves, they put, instead of putting in a new commissioner, they put all of the Overwatch League essentially under the guy that leads all of esports for all of Activision Blizzard. And so then it's like all of a sudden you have this like business guy on the back end instead of more of like a video game focused guy. And he's also not devoted just to Overwatch League. He's devoted to Overwatch League, Call of Duty League, everything else. And it's like, okay, like now we can start to see where it's getting a little more muddled. And then you start to lose like the caster talent. Like they don't want to stay on anymore because they don't like the direction that the league is heading and stuff like that. And so it's like you just like see it bleeding out. So I don't know. No, but it's that's sad. Yeah. So you know what I found one of the most interesting transitions hmm. for like I, from I guess real life to gaming. Mm-hmm. So when the pandemic hit, uh, the F one race car drivers mm-hmm. they couldn't race, mm-hmm. so they all banded together on Twitch and started playing racing games together. That's on amazing. like tournaments. Isn't that awesome? That is so amazing. And they were bringing in like so many people. And like, I never knew that F1 race car driving was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. But like, holy shit, like people are into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, those people who race them are like celebrities. Yeah. Damn. That, yeah, that, that is, I that's found a cool that crossover. super cool. I found that super cool. Yeah. 
Wasn't one of the ESPN properties like starting to like broadcast like old video game competitions or something? Because like ESPN has no know. content whatsoever right now. That would be a good idea for them. Or they just keep doing talk shows, which for some reason do well on there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. How much can you listen to people talk about shit? AKA Especially this podcast. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on. <laughs> At least this podcast, we have new topics coming up every week. Like, there's nothing going on. Do we, though? In the entire... Well, <laughs> there's new things that we could be covering. Like, chess on Twitch, for example. But in the sports world, there's literally no new developments at all for a month. That's true. Like, there's, there's absolutely nothing. So it's like, how much more can you just rehash the same thing over and over again? You know what they should do? This is what they really should have done, in my opinion. Do you know the one one video game crossover that does really well when it's broadcast in the like real world not just on like what? online is um fighting game competitions ah people love that shit i swear every year you see it cuz like abc broadcasts what's that big one that goes on in vegas every year fuck i can't uh remember. i don't know I don't remember yet. I don't know. But anyways, ABC or whatever broadcasts on like a Saturday night once a year. And like Twitter blows up with people like bitching, complaining, like, why are there video games on my, you know, on my sports area? On and my then, television set. <laughs> well, so then, but then it's like 30 minutes later and they're like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. And it's like, that's the only time I've ever seen that happen is with fighting games because people just naturally understand how that game works, right? Like, and like, Part of the problem with Valorant and Overwatch, you know, people, you can't just sit them down and be like, they just get it. But like fighting games, they get like, okay, that person versus that person. And the rest is kind of self-explanatory and I'll learn as I go. But um, yeah, but yeah, so if ESPN was smart, they should just, uh, just broadcast old fighting game competitions from like the fighting games years. are awesome. The competitions, yeah, mostly because I think the commentators are incredible. <laughs> They're so funny. It's so good. I never really watch them like in person. I always watch the clips afterwards mm -hmm. because I'm not really into fighting games. But like Tekken and like all those things, and the people who play them, I think are are very cool. Like mm -hmm. I think like all the it's such an interesting crowd mm -hmm. that are into it and play, and it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like it's it's outside of like other games for some reason. Like it's its own niche, and it's just I don't know. It's so cool. It really is. It is its own niche, and also it's like its following is so devoted to it. It's yeah, just, for sure. Yeah, no, no. Maybe we should become fighting game people. Should we? I do not have the reflexes for that at all. You play Overwatch, it's fine. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Did I ever tell you the story? At one time, I played Overwatch for like three hours with one of my best friends, and we never won a game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was. I do remember that. Yeah. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> it was. That was. That was. That was rough. It was pretty bad. Was, pretty bad. You know, yeah. you can't win them all, though. Or any. Or any, supposedly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, that's why I like Minecraft. So, Minecraft. Big update coming out Tuesday. You ready? What are they doing? They are. They're redoing the Nether just redoing the entire nether yeah they're adding new nether biomes they're uh adding new mobs to the nether and for the first time for the first ever time. they ever? are introducing a class of armor and tools that is better than diamond no yeah. Yeah. and that you, you could probably get in the nether yeah i'm assuming wow, look at that you're that you're you're, you're that's pretty good. cool man that's that's pretty cool so i just you know just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. So. I gotta, I gotta jump on my uh, hardcore save again. Yeah, yeah. It's been a little yeah. bit since I jumped yeah. on that. No, no. I that is, I always have a soft spot in my heart for a Minecraft, but especially Minecraft streams. Like Minecraft streams is what brought me to Twitch in the first place. And man, I can't get enough of that shit. I think me too. The, the, Captain Minecraft Sparkles. Streams. Captain Sparkles, baby. I love Captain Sparkles. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll play. We'll stream anymore. Overwatch together. Will we? No. No. We won't. Yeah. I don't want to play Overwatch. No. That game's shit. Wait. Did I say Overwatch? Minecraft. We'll stream Minecraft together. Yeah, that's fine. Minecraft's fine. I don't want to play Overwatch though. Oh God. What if we recreate Overwatch in Minecraft? No thanks. Okay. That'd be even more stressful for me. 
because then I have to think about like building it and crap. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. Oh, I thought we were because we we're gonna just put like random people in there to like yell toxic thing as things. At oh us yeah, that day. would be Overwatch. That's fine. That yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Ryan, swing your hammer. <laughs> Bro, that's why you're stuck at low silver. Bro, we're in the same game. I was about to say, I was gonna, <laughs> I love my favorite. And when people like bitch and complain that they're like, oh, I'm at silver, I'm at bronze. It's like, what, all of us here are. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, I know, right? We're all the same. <laughs> That's why I usually don't, when I play Overwatch, I usually don't get frustrated with how bad other players are because I'm also just as bad <laughs> as they are. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. If I knew how to do anything better, I would not be, I would not be at low silver, high bronze. So, but. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just let it let it go. Yeah. Uh Skanky, what have you been eating recently? Um You know, nothing really out of the ordinary, unfortunately. Yeah, the same it's, old. It's been a little it's been a little um of the same. Mm-hmm. I should probably spice it up spicing it up a little bit mm -hmm. you know i feel mm -hmm. like i eat interesting things when i go out places and now i don't go out places anymore yeah. yeah what what phase are you guys in in chicago for reopening uh so we are currently in phase three which for us was oh, when indoor was that is that indoor restaurant seating no so that's actually starting oh. in um june 20 on june 28th is when we have limited indoor seating at restaurants I think Got it. I think it's capped at 25%. Yeah, that's so, rough. Yeah, so it's right around the corner for that one. Um, Are you excited for that? Are you going to go or no? No, no. I mean, so you're a big restaurant guy. You like going places. Oh, I'm a big restaurant guy. I'm also a terrified of dying of COVID guy. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> those, for uh, sure. Those are, those are two, uh, two competing uh things interests <laughs> <laughs> non-interests maybe yeah no we i mean we did talk about this morning um before we recorded genetics like sarah and i were talking about what we were going to do for breakfast and like i mean same as everyone else like we've been just cooking at home so much that we're just like we just want to get out and we want to get out yeah. and eat somewhere and so we were even like this morning we were considering like oh like should we go should we go out to a place and have like brunch on like a patio? And yeah, because you you have outdoor dining, we have outdoor, right? Outdoor, yeah, yeah. And it just, it just, I don't. It didn't feel. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready for that. Wasn't like, feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just as much as I want to do that. Like, a, I don't feel comfortable enough to do it but also like that is just enough of a barrier to make everything else about it that i don't want to do like i don't want to a have to find someplace now and then also i don't want to see like do we need a reservation are they gonna be super booked like it's like oh, that first God, hurdle yeah. makes all the rest of them insurmountable so yeah for sure oh it's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at so when they open up indoor dining i don't i don't think we'll be doing i doubt we'll be doing that um anytime soon so i went for a haircut the other day i am probably gonna do one this week my hair is so fucking long skanky yeah yeah it was great to get a haircut oh, i won't would so recommend bad. did you have him just cut everything off yeah pretty much yeah pretty much yeah yeah I'll it was great though because like you go in there and you have to wear a mask obviously and mm -hmm. then the barber has to also wear a mask mm -hmm. and because of that like you don't have the awkward interaction of like i feel like i need to talk oh my and it's god oh, yes it's so good oh it's so i'm nice. so excited to get it it's great unless you have a very chatty that barber yeah my the barber that i went to is always very chatty mm -hmm. but like it seems like because of the mass situation it's awkward yeah mm -hmm. so it doesn't happen and it's oh, awesome i'm so excited for this now oh my god yeah. you yeah you're, you've just changed my outlook on it <laughs> This is amazing. It's great. It's oh, great. Really, yeah, really. I need a haircut so bad. It's, it's, uh, it's just, it's like, I have, it's at the point where it's long enough that it's just really irritating because, like, sure, it's yeah. just, it's like touching my ears weird. It's falling into my eyes weird. Like, I, I can't do anything to kind of hold it together. Like, it's about long enough to be able to put it into a man bun, but it's not cut right to be putting in a man bun. Like, yeah, awkward yeah. parts are too long. It's just, yeah. Oh, skanky. I need, and yeah, soon. 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 Sarah can cut it. 
No, 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 no. She is. She's offered. <laughs> she's offered. She said, "Do I want? Do I want her to cut it?" But I won't let her. But up until. <laughs> But up until this point, part of it is nothing against her. <laughs> just you know, it's a me thing. Yeah. Well, no. Up until this point, like I wanted to like grow it out because I've never really had a point of like I missed the time when it was more acceptable for me to just grow my hair out longer. Yeah. And now I have the excuse to. So up until now, I didn't want to. And now, like I can actually go now you're like, somewhere to go. I don't so. want to have long hair anymore. <laughs> What's that? I don't want to have long hair anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more. No more. I don't know. So yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll get one soon. So I have. Uh, oh, I have. I have. I've not gone out to eat, but we did go to a rooftop bar for a drink the oh. other day. How did that go? It went really well. A place opened up um, right down the block from us. They opened up a new hotel that has a brand new rooftop, and so we've been anxiously waiting for that to open for like more than a year now yeah and so it was like a gorgeous saturday afternoon like 70 80 degrees they so were like oh we'll go out and like have one drink um and it actually worked out really well because the they have strict limits on the number of people that can be outside and like i think also because they were like a brand new place they didn't want to run a follow of any rules that Sure. Everything was very spread out, which was really nice. Nice, so. nice. Were there a lot of people or no? Not re- not really, but partly because like they limited how many people could even go to the rooftop. Oh, so great. Okay. That was uh so it was it was busy. I every table was full, so we had to wait a little bit for us to get a spot to go in. Um but so like there was enough people that it was pat like it was at capacity, but it wasn't like there was like seas of people where like I felt uncomfortable. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, so we did that, which was nice. But yeah, I don't. I'm definitely not ready for indoor indoor doing. I was actually thinking about you, I because I read this article um, this past week because you know, all the stuff that was going on with AMC. Uh-huh. What are are you comfortable going to a movie theater anytime soon? Um. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I think I'd be fine. Yeah, as long as it's uh, distanced. Mm-hmm. Alamo sent out some stuff recently. It was like a survey mm-hmm. asking about like what you would be comfortable with and not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I think the mask is a, is a big debate right now. Yeah, and they're also like saying like they might um, they might uh, have you requ- like it'd be required for you to order a minimum amount for food interesting which would be kind of interesting oh. because i guess that's where they make their money is yeah food. yeah like and so it's like, almost kind of like like the hard thing with restaurants is like do they reopen if they can't just pack the place to make like what they need um sure even worth yeah. it but like uh, i think for me like uh, like i don't think i'd be comfortable going to the movies yet but with that, if I was, I don't think I'd be comfortable ordering food at the movies yet. Like I know, like Alamo mm, does, like the sure. service type type thing. But like, there's just some I don't know. There's something about like the indoor being trapped indoors with all these people breathing, and uh-huh. then eat, consuming food that, like, in my mind, I guess has been breathed on by like breathed all the people, on <laughs> all the people around me. So I don't know, which is, I guess, also the same thing with indoor dining, which is why I have, I don't really want to do that. So I feel yeah. like for me, like if Alamo was like, okay, we're going to reopen, like, I mean, I don't go to movies to begin with, but if they were like, I'm going to reopen, but you have to order a certain amount of food, I'd be like, eh, I'll just pass until you guys don't require that. And then sure. I think yeah. I'd be more comfortable going if they didn't make me do that part. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I go, I don't really get food that often. Yeah. So then I just get water. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Crazy. I mean, if they're all wearing masks in the back, I feel fine. See, it's not them. It's the it's the other people around me. Oh, around me? Yeah. Well, that that's why they. I guess they're asking if they're wondering if they should require masks for everybody. Yeah, but but then but you so, have to take it off when you eat. So. Exactly. Yeah. So like, if everyone's required to have food, like no one's then all of a sudden no one's having a mask on, right? And so like, first of all. I I don't think I'd feel comfortable being in a theater where no one was wearing masks. Like I'd prefer yeah. everyone to be wearing masks, but then you can't do that with food. So now everyone doesn't have masks. And then I'm also eating something where everyone around me is breathing indoors without masks on. Like, I don't know. I yeah. just feel like that's yeah. just a little too much where it's like, it feels like it's like, like if you're looking at at risk reduction, like you've now put in enough 
different things in place where I'm like, okay, this is over my risk threshold. So, yeah, well, AMC, they, they especially have to figure something out cause they're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> I saw. Uh, yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. bad. I, I do wonder if, um, like it is bad and I don't like, I feel, I do feel bad for like AMC and more importantly, I feel really bad for the like people that AMC employed. Um, but there is a part of me that, that does wonder if it's, kind of like um like the virgin airlines like so when virgin Mm. airlines went out of business um uh, alaskan airlines bought all of their planes for super cheap right yeah and so they were able to kind of move up their offering from extremely regional to like kind of more of a uh, countrywide airline yeah i wonder if you can see the same thing a similar thing happen with theaters that if AMC goes out of business, does that give places like Alamo maybe room to expand if they have the money to do it, right? They're also going to be hurting, um, yeah. obviously. But, like, give it five years and all of a sudden you have empty theaters, like, does that give someone else the opportunity to maybe come up and be able to make something that was better than what AMC was before? But I don't know. Yeah, you know, I get a little scared with that kind of consolidation with movie theaters mm-hmm. because there's already not that many. Yeah, they're all Regals from now on. Right? Like, yeah, no. yeah. You know, like Regals and AMCs and even Alamos kind of like getting up there yeah. as like, you know, a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And God, you lose one of those theaters and then like it just, it even hurts the independence even more. Yeah, that is true. So that I don't know. True. That's kind of, it's a, it's a scary one, you know, it's a scary little thing, but yeah. Huh. Maybe they'll get back into the time where the studios own the uh, the movie theaters. <laughs> Would that be a good or a bad thing, Skakey? Well, that was a bad thing back in the day. Would they it... broke up all the theaters because of that. Yeah. I think it would be a terrible thing now, too. Oh, it'd be really bad. That'd be awful. And also, there's not like be a really ton bad. of different movie studios. Either. I mean, it was a huge monopoly. Yeah. yeah back in, back in the dizzle, which is why they broke it up. Yeah. Trust busting, baby. Yeah, I remember that from social studies class. Oh, I remember that from history class. From does that exist anymore? I mean, oh, sorry, sorry. History? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I think in, I think in theory. I don't know if it exists in practice, but yeah, maybe not. So, anyways, you know, right, welcome to Shemant- Shemantics. 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 We should change the name to Shemantics. Shemantics. Anyways, so um, yeah, I think that's a uh, yeah, I think that's. I think that's all we got for this week, Skinky. Yeah, I think so. We talked about a lot of stuff. We covered. Food. I think we updated everybody. We updated everyone. That's what's going on with our life. Valorant and chess. Yeah, Valorant. Ugh. <laughs> that's true. Let me know what you think about that tournament. I will. I will. I think I'm going to watch it. I'll. I'll. I'll get back to you with. Uh, yeah. With my thoughts on this. I'm. I'm yeah. Out. I'm nervous. I'm out. Of, I'm out of town for the text next two weekends. By the way, so I'm. T- I'm saying it right now. There definitely will not be a new shenanigans for at least three weeks. Okay. All right. Just I'm throwing it out there, letting so everybody way, know. Now everybody knows, but that fourth week, if we miss it, then then it's all Skanky's fault. Okay. <laughs> all right, you Great. guys. That's been another episode of Shenanigans. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, commute, chores, staying at home, whatever you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, our website, Shenantix.rex. Speaking of which, Skanky, we really need to talk about Spotify and podcasts in three weeks. Spotify and podcasts? Why? What? Because, okay. <sighs> I feel like they're killing the podcast industry. Okay, let's, we'll jump into that next time. <laughs> <laughs> Remind, remind me in case I forget about it. It's, it's, uh, it's been, I've been, I've been worried. But anyways, we can find us on Spotify. Uh, just search Genetics. Um, if you have any comments or, qu- comments or questions, you can send a tweet to twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com or you can join the Discord at discord.shenantics.rocks. I'll pass you on over to the Discord server where you can hang out with all the other Shenantics fanatics every day, chit-chat about why there's not a new episode. And uh, Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and I'm Cole, you? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L with the underscore symbol and Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash mcole underscore, same username. Or you can email me, contact at mcole.tv. That's, uh, that'll work too. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you next time, Skanky. Peace out! Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs>